It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A new report from the city controller slams Mayor Adams on migrant contract spending. It's Wednesday, February 28th, and this is your New York Daily News. Wednesday's forecast calls for wind and rain in New York City with a high near 59 and a low near 32. Before today's top story, the New York City Housing Authority is seeking to get cash back from contractors who overcharged the agency to perform repair work via so-called micro-purchase deals, the system's top official revealed Tuesday. Micro-purchase contracts are a form of no-bid awards that NYCHA can give vendors to perform repair work at its public housing complexes that don't exceed $10,000. The obscure procurement method became the subject of intense scrutiny earlier this month when Manhattan federal prosecutors unsealed dozens of indictments charging 70 former and current NYCHA superintendents with taking more than $2 million in bribes from contractors in exchange for giving them micro-purchase bids. The feds didn't charge any of the contractors accused of doling out the bribes at the heart of the scandal, but during a Marathon City Council hearing on Tuesday, NYCHA testified that the agency is seeking restitution from some of them. And Mayor Adams came out in favor of rolling back a key component of the city's sanctuary status laws on Tuesday, lending his support to a growing chorus of mostly conservative voices who have called for abolishing the local immigration protections in the wake of several high-profile crimes involving migrants. The sanctuary laws, which date back to the 1980s, prohibit city government workers and agencies from helping federal immigration authorities with tracking down and detaining immigrants residing in the five boroughs for deportation purposes. There are exceptions to the sanctuary laws that allow the city to cooperate with the feds in some cases, including if an immigrant has been convicted of a serious or violent crime. Existing laws do not, however, permit the city to cooperate with the feds if a foreign national has merely been charged with a crime. In a Tuesday afternoon press briefing, Adams said the current laws are too lax and that he wants to return a standard that was in place under former mayors Michael Bloomberg and Ed Koch. Under that standard, the city would cooperate with federal authorities, including by detaining immigrants on their behalf for deportation purposes, if they were being suspected, not convicted, of criminal wrongdoing. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. My name is Greg Jackson. I'm a PhD holding historian, a professor, and the creator of History That Doesn't Suck a podcast that makes legit, seriously researched American history come to life through entertaining stories. Join me for a chronological telling of the United States story, from the revolution to fractious civil war, tenacious inventors, brave reformers, and more. With more than 100 episodes, you can already binge listen your way from 1776 to the early 20th century. Listen to History That Doesn't Suck on Spotify.
The cost of comparable migrant services provided by contractors hired by Mayor Adams' administration varied widely and came in significantly higher than what the city typically pays, leading to mismanaged taxpayer dollars, a report released Tuesday by City Controller Brad Lander revealed. The audit, which focused on four of an estimated 340 contracts involving migrant services, shows that in one particularly egregious instance, the emergency contractor, SLSCO, charged hourly rates 237% higher for a city contract, similar to one granted to another vendor, the SE Group. In another example, Lander found that the controversial DocGo contractor charged 146% more than the SE contract for the same positions. DACO is the subject of a probe launched by State Attorney General Letitia James last year to examine whether it mistreated asylum seekers who took part in its city-funded effort to move them outside the city. Of the four contracts the controller focused on, three were arrived at under an emergency order, which effectively lifts competitive bidding requirements. All four contracts rely on subcontractors, but in the procurement process for each one, Lander found that a precondition to utilize minority and women-owned subcontractors was waived in what his report described as a missed opportunity. Lander also took a dig at the mayor's policy of imposing time limits on migrants' stays in city shelters, saying that rather than evicting people from shelter in the middle of winter, the city should insist on getting the most competitive prices from its own contractors in order to keep costs down. The controller's findings come at a time of fiscal uncertainty for the city. While the mayor is quick to point to the city's strong bond ratings, which he took the opportunity to highlight again on Tuesday, he has also instituted a series of unpopular austerity measures and come under fire for low-balling revenue projections that city council members have argued should not have been used as the basis for some of his cuts. In his report, Lander contends that one way the city could be saving money is on contracts, noting that the ones he analyzed were hammered out at the same time city agencies are facing budget cuts and hiring freezes. Costs even varied under the same contract in at least one instance Lander found. Under the contract with Garner Environmental Services, Inc., the NYC Health and Hospitals Network pays more than $117 an hour for security staff, while the city's emergency management agency pays about $79 an hour. The difference is simply that one agency chose to negotiate its terms and the other did not, the report notes. Hours after the report was released, Adams defended the contracts, pointing out that within a two-year window, the city had to expand its shelter capacity considerably to accommodate incoming migrants. Some of the contracts for those services had to be hammered out on an emergency, no-bid basis, he added. The mayor also stressed that critics should keep in mind that while keeping costs down is a priority and the city is renegotiating some contracts to that end, there's also been considerable pressure on the administration from advocates for the homeless to ensure that migrants are provided with shelter in a timely manner. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh. Spoken Layer So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media... 
source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 